right, guys. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> yeah, boy. Wait, I think I stole that yeah. from someone. Uh, don't get mad. Y'all good? Can I start? <laughs> All right. Um, we're gonna start with session zero. Just everybody go over their characters. Uh, Chris, start us off. Uh, just give us a little about your character so everybody knows. I was from the Badland. No, um, I'm playing a level twenty artificer, uh, the armorer uh, subclass, and my name is Murphy Law. <laughs> Wonderful, uh, Caleb. Um, cool. Uh, I am playing a level twenty multi-class between a uh, hexblade warlock and an echo knight fighter, and his name is Sotomora. All right. Uh, Jordan. Alright, uh, I'm gonna be playing a level 20 Eldritch Knight, um, styled as more wisdom than intelligence. Um, and his name is Tolvir. Alright. And Kiki? I am playing a, um, multi-class rogue and ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Named Oda Lightfoot. Awesome. All right. And this is our party. Uh, welcome, guys. You're going to be playing in my homebrew world, uh, the land of Kosa. Um, you guys have been here before. We did a homebrew. Yeah, we did a, a campaign here before. But just to do a little bit of recap, uh, specifically in the place that you're going to be uh, starting in, Kosa uh, is wide and expansive, which all different types of uh, nat- natural biomes and things from glaciers and ice and deserts and all kinds of stuff but we'll specifically be in the desert um dealing with the kingdom of madon uh you guys as a group um have been requested um individually together um you guys actually will be able to decide that um in just a little bit um to help them out with a particular uh quest you guys <clears throat> the particular quest let me just go ahead and pop up into it uh in the kingdom of madan a sacred relic of the royal family has been stolen uh the culprit they know who the culprit is <laughs> uh managed to run off into the desert and make it into a very dangerous restricted area um only known as the grotto of awe <clears throat> So you guys, from all your different respects, have been um, charged with helping the Kingdom of Madan with retrieving this artifact. Um, You guys know each other, actually, as different variations of level 20 characters. You all have had different levels of renown um, and have ran into each other in other kind of like cataclysmic events that have uh, just occurred in the land of Kosa, whether it was kind of world saving stuff or just uh, or near fatal uh, kingdoms being destroyed. You've either butted heads or you've actually just worked together. So um, on a base level, you guys are fairly familiar with each other. What's up, Chris? Are you saying we're work buddies? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you guys have been work buddies and work hey, rivals. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Just clock it in for the apocalypse. Oh, save. How's the wife? <laughs> That's exactly that. Exactly that. So uh you guys have already uh made base in Madon. Um <clears throat> 
of course, the guys, uh, the royal family had to test your metal a little bit before they just sent you off because you're not the first group that has gone in to take care of it. Um, but hopefully you will be the last. Um, so you got to get a little bit more familiar. So you guys all know each other. You know each other's names and all that kind of good stuff. Um, we'll start the campaign <clears throat> after y'all finished up the Kinto trials. Uh, we don't have to go much more into that. Just know it was the trials that you did to know that you were good enough to handle this job. You guys are now getting ready to uh, get on one of the sand sailors, uh, one of the main modes of transportation for the modernites out in the desert sands <clears throat> you could imagine uh like it's it's about as what it sounds like if you imagine um not necessarily a big sailing boat but like one of the wind what is it like the wind wakers that like has like um the singular like big i can't think of words right now um uh, wind sail wind surfing yeah wind surfing but <laughs> a lot bigger <laughs> like there's imagine like a couple... that episode of avatar yeah the last airbender Oh yeah, where you know, doing the thing. Or they're on the boat that's in the sand. Yeah, yeah, where Aang <laughs> loses his mind because Appa. Well, they kept eating the fruit. <laughs> there was yeah, that they did keep eating the fruit, uh, but we digress <laughs> with that. Coming back in, um, so you're on one of those. You're in like a big mid-size mid-size mm. ship that will uh comfortably hold all of you guys, along with uh, a few crewmen that are helping with sailing the ship and the captain of the ship, Dak. So uh, you're about to get uh you're about to get on the sailor. You're uh at one of the ports of Badan. You're being sent off by uh, sent off by uh one of the nobles uh in in uh Kassan, uh of the Kassan family. Um sending him off. What is Aloy doing? Calm down, girl. It's really hoping it'd be Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kassan uh, will send you off <clears throat> as y'all get ready to board um, and you see uh, Dax standing before the sand sailor looking at y'all. <clears throat> he actually doesn't speak. Uh, Dax <clears throat> is a very looming uh, giant tiefling um, that uh, wears like this uh, sleeveless uh, he almost looks shirtless like he wears like this sleeveless like kind of like army type coat over like you can completely like his arms are out he's super jacked um you can see the layers of abs he, he has a six pack but somehow it looks like an 18 pack uh red skin he's got big huge front horns coming up along with like big spiky white hair that's like co covering all over it and coming down the back um a little bit like it's almost like he's like a demon rocker i can that's kind of the vibe that he's giving off along with wearing this uh, chained mask on his face. Um, you can't like literally, you're covering face and mouth. He just kind of grunts and um, grunts and rah, at anybody that comes by, which makes you think, what the hell is up with this dude? How does he talk until you see a bird lands on his uh, shoulder? Oh my God. <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it. He's wearing an iron mask in a desert. <laughs> He's wearing an iron mask in a desert. Okay. Um, see the birds. The, the bird is Flame marking resistance. out all the orders. <laughs> it's like, yeah, hey, get that shipment over there. Get that in there. We're gonna need those supplies. All right. We can eat those provisions. All right. How we're gonna we're not gonna make it far if we're not without any food. Hey, what are you doing over there? Make sure the sailors are tight. Get all the ropes in the right position. Come on now. Look, look. Look at Dak right now. Look, that's an angry face. You don't want the angry face right now. You've got that. 
and that's kind of what's going on as y'all uh how can they tell he's wearing a mask they know <laughs> <laughs> the smoldering eyes the smolder and that is how you uh that is what you see in here as you come up on the sand sailor as you're being sent off by the other noble Kassan who waves at you goodbye but like good luck do Are well we gonna describe what we look like as we enter the boat yeah uh let's just go we'll start with kiki this time since we started with chris yes you're first um, in line okay cool so um oda enters um walks onto the ship as she does you see a um halfling with like thick curly hair um with like hat like pulled down kind of like curls like popping out um kind of like wild and a little bit windswept um she has a pretty like serious like sharp face for a halfling um and not too much of like the jovial glint that you would usually see like in a halfling's eyes um honestly she looks pretty uh <laughs> she looks a little bit upset to be where she is presently um and it looks like she just has regular old um Madon dress on so I don't know what would that look like Darius wasn't that nothing <laughs> yes um regular but uh, modernized dress oh was very scantily clad <laughs> okay cool and like okay in that case then um so what she is wearing is kind of like um like light gray like colored cloth that just like covers her boobs is like draped. It's almost like a tie, um, a tie shirt um, that like holds her boobs into place and then wraps around her arms. And she has just like a pair of like, I don't know, uh, God, I don't want to say leather because it's hot out here. We'll say <laughs> linen really pants hot. to match. It's really hot. She can't stand it. Um, linen pants to like match her light gray like wrap shirt um and just some uh boots to go along with that all right love it you are very very distinctly a foreigner and even in that type of dress <laughs> yes the citizens of Madan are, are quite skin clad most men are are typically shortlisted <clears throat> partly because of just the weather um but it is a particular thing for them to uh wear at to wear as little as possible and uh most of their dress comes from them wearing different types of jewelry all right next up jordan how do you look all right um so oh i didn't mention this in the um session zero um tovir is a he's technically a turtle um, but he looks mostly like a man. Um, he his skin is tinged green, um, though all over his body he has what seems to be kind of uh, shards of shell, um, sort of protruding, kind of along his uh, arms and back, um, kind of a protective covering. Uh, he is also shirtless. Although he does have a large, um, not a belt, um, Girl. A, <laughs> not calling it that. <laughs> uh, he, he has a large um, chain of prayer beads wrapped from uh, shoulder to waist. 
with uh, runes on them, etched in and glowing. Um, and as he's, this is a fairly busy um, place, right, Aries? Yeah, you're at one of the ports. Uh, Madan is particularly well known for a lot of transports and being one of the few ways to like transport goods in between the desert. So yes, it's a bustling city, especially <clears throat> at this port. All right, so yes, he seems um, rather distracted by the uh, hustle and bustle around him. Um, you see him sort of uh, taking time to kind of close his eyes, uh, center himself. And you also see that some of his features uh, shift from more tur turtle-like to more um bird-like as they approach um the towering tiefling and his bird companion wonderful caleb how does your character look um my character uh, has uh the primary look of someone who's not necessarily a person but more just <laughs> the embodiment of a soul um the con like my characters are reborn so he's technically already died and this is more of a form that everyone can see but it's not really like his body it's just kind of there so like every kind of look you have at him something just feels a little off like he sh he's there but like is he really um and he's wearing a uh cloak with a a long sword strapped to his back with a long uh kind of attachment to it to keep it uh, on his back with his black cloak um, sword is a little bit bigger than it should be but uh, it's not necessarily a great sword it's still uh, just a little uh, not a lot makes sense necessarily but uh, it's a longer kind of sword <laughs> it's a longer sword not a longest sword uh, but it's not a long sword. Oh no, it's, it's a it, it's, sword. It's, uh, mechanically it is a long sword. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's not uh, so long that it's great, but it is but it is pretty long. You know, you know, I I didn't base my character on Jin Ichimaru, just saying it's only a normal size <laughs> sword. Uh anyway, um so yeah, it's so I've just kind of uh cloaked in a black cloak. Um, I'm like 90% there is the best way to describe me. I'm not like pale in color, just, just a little bit, something's just not there about me. Like a little bit translucent? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it, it's, it's not enough to notice that you could, like, you can't see through me, but you kind of feel like you might be able to. Like on those like ghost videos where they're like, did you see it? It's in the corner there. It's like, oh. uh, it, I would say the exact opposite of that. It's like I'm oh, definitely great. there, <laughs> but you feel like maybe, maybe if I looked really hard, I could see right through me. You know, a, a moment of etherealness. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's a there's an ethereal nature to my to my body. That is. A good way of doing it and also if you get close you'll notice that i don't breathe right. and to be clear you're fine in the desert <laughs> yes even Not if fine. i wasn't normal <laughs> i i'm fine <laughs> and, and at one point in my life maybe not but today absolutely all right wonderful all right finish it up finish this up chris 
All right. Um, you see a hulking tower of a man? Question mark. Uh, fully encased <laughs> in armor. You hear the soft purr and whir of gears and motors as this hulking figure enters on this wooden plank. Uh, tentatively, he weighs a shit ton, so a little concerned about that. Um. Uh, on his back is holstered a mini gun, <laughs> essentially, that can then be deployed onto his right arm. Um, his head is fully encased in his helmet, uh, which has two glowing eyes, and you can hear the soft, almost Darth Vader-ish uh, sounds of his breathing, uh, which sounds like is assisted. Um, is extremely hot. Has a uh, a little fan pop out, like you know, it's one of those ha- handheld fans. <laughs> one pops out and is just like slowly worrying in front of his helmet, doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, and that's uh, he has uh, logos all over his armor uh, in the shape of a teardrop, or rather, a blood drop. Um, and underneath them say the letters in common. SSC and he right. gets on the boat. All right, awesome. So, as you guys are getting on the boats, there's a guy that's checking you in, going, uh, All right, hold on, let me check your name. Okay, Muffila, got you. Okay, Tolvia, okay, you go on. So, okay, and order, okay, everything looks to be good. You can find whatever space that you would like on the boat, and that's it, like. We're level 20, and you said we are super famous. <laughs> this is for the day job guy. I would expect, like, a little dick sucking. I don't know. <laughs> Oda, Oda pipes up, and she says, where's the crow's nest? Uh, the crow's nest? Why, uh, ma'am, why would you need the crow's nest? You, you said you, anywhere. You can't find it? <laughs> uh, I'm short. Well, I I see our sand sailors are not really set up with uh, a crow's nest. I think I know what she you are talking about. I I am sorry, ma'am. We do not have that here. I need um, a high place. I I guess the best there is a second level to the sailor. You could stand there. Uh, oh, at... second level. That wasn't in my imagination. Okay, I'll go there. <laughs> It was, I mean, if you just look at the boat, he turns and shows you the boat. He was like, there's like our first floor right here. That's like, it's a pretty open boat. Like you can see like everybody walking around. Um, And then you see like a second open level, just like literally just like right there, just like static on top, like a big pedestal of sorts. Uh, Murph turns to Oda and says, the highest section is deck. You see the big tiefling looks over. Hey, you call Dak's name. What is your name? About Get the show on the on road. The what you think we're working on? Y'all holding up. Get on this boat, doggone it. I get on the boat. We, <laughs> we already are. I've been on the boat. Like... Um, Tovian just walks on uh, without a fuss. And, um, you know, just picks a relatively quiet corner and also sits down to meditate. Right. Uh, yes, he does his four square check-ins. All right, uh, Dax surveys the area along with his uh, parrot. I think I'll call it a parrot, whatever it's, but it's a bird. 
I mean, what else would it be? <laughs> <laughs> With his flamingo. Uh, yes. Famously I... known for parroting. <laughs> Everything's in order. Let's get this sailor sailing. Mush. And uh, Dak uh, gets everything set up and you start sailing off into the sea of sand. <clears throat> so uh, there is no need for y'all to do any kind of survival checks or anything in this. Uh, Dak will be handling all of that. So for the most part, you are actually just rela- relaxing. Um, one of you can roll. I need one of you to roll the d20 for me. There is an opportunity that you could uh, roll into it while you're sailing here. Um, just to give you an idea of the environment as you roll that, uh, Chris. <clears throat> I rolled a seven. Wonderful. God, God damn it, Chris. <laughs> Are we dead? Did we die? Um, you guys. Twenty, we're dead. The it, the desert expanse is, is probably just as much as you would expect it to be. Lots of moving dunes and sands uh, rolling about. The air is very dry and arid. You try to take a deep breath, and it like almost burns your throat as you're. <laughs> Here's your button that you start to cough up sand particles just of how uh hot and dry it is. <clears throat> um Darius, uh, yes. what is, what are the general vibes of the area, you know? Like um like like the animals. Uh what's the general mood of the animals? Uh in the desert, you don't see any at the moment. Uh could I do a check to feel any? Yeah, dude, go for a nature check. All right, nature. Uh, that is a plus five. Um, Vibes are good, man. That's a 19. Okay, man. Uh, you, just starting off, when you initially uh, sail off of the sand sailor, you don't get the sense of any like uh, wildlife like in the area, at least when you're close to the populace. It seems like uh, whatever creatures are out there definitely keep their distance away from civilization. As you get further into the sands, you start to uh, get a sense of like more wildlife. Um Right, right at the moment, you're only feeling like small creatures, uh, snakes, birds scorpions all out in the sand all out in the sands hiding trying to keep themselves warm finding food all that kind of good stuff um <clears throat> you do get the sense of uh stronger beasts uh out in the distance not you you don't not to say like you don't feel yourself like in any sense of danger uh like with the 19 but you do feel that there are like bigger creatures that seem to be looming deep within the sands Okay, so it's, it's kind of a harsh environment. Uh, one oh, of absolutely. The, one of the more uh, common modes of survival is stealth. All right, got it. Hmm. Okay. For the average, yeah, I was like, for for animals equipped for the desert, yes, stealth would be would be the move. Yes. Well, also during the day, most animals are just trying to not fry to death. This is very true. Murphy Law is uh, t posing onto the mast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sailing along. Um Dax oh, well. uh sailing at is sailing at the helm. <laughs> and by sailing, I mean he's just standing there looking out because there's two guy, there's two other guys that are handling the actual sails, um, just moving it correctly, and the, the parrots just yelling out commands at them. It's like, steer further. No, no, that direction. Go the other direction. Starboard, starboard. There you go. That's what I'll talk about. Yeah, smooth Runs sailing. Runs a tight ship. 
Um, everything seems to be going pretty well until you start to, uh, Tovir, you, you sense, uh, like, there's the normal rumbling of the sand sailor, like, going up forth in the sand, but it's usually pretty smooth, and you start to feel a bigger vibration, like, coming along. <clears throat> and, uh, like, you say, like, the hairs on your neck start to tingle a little bit, you're like, there, you feel like something hostile is about to come, about to come your way. Um, Tovir stands up and says, um, Ready yourselves. Uh, okay. I uh, mm-hmm. I I grab I grab the sword off my back, which I'm just gonna treat as pulling my like packed weapon out. Amazing. Okay, as he says that, suddenly, whoosh, whoosh, two giant snakes bust out into the out of the sand and come to- racing towards your ship and we're gonna jump right into hey, are those coral snakes maybe um black on yellow don't hurt a fellow black on pink don't hurt jack uh wait what is it you butchered that <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh uh well I was gonna complain about only having a plus four to initiative. Red touches yellow. Out. Red touches yellow kills a fellow. Red touches black. Venom black. <laughs> well, it would have been really funny if Darius had used the red touches black one and not the red yeah. touches yellow one. Oh, it's, um, they're just giant kings. Uh, king snakes. We're fine. <laughs> uh, I was gonna complain about uh my plus four to initiative, but I rolled a nat twenty, so. Ooh, so you're like it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. You know, whatever. I think I have. Um, do I have advantage on initiative? Let's see, mobile. I thought it was just like you had a shit ton of proficiency to it or something. Um, oh, okay, apparently I don't have anything to initiative. Never mind. Roll that sweet 20. All <laughs> right. <laughs> Not 20. <laughs> Yeah, all right, well, here all the numbers look like they're in, so we will stop start at the top of the turn order with Oda. Who I'm how, does, how does a nat 20 on initiative work when we touch? Well, she definitely has more decks than you. Okay. Definitely. That, that's I fine. Just, I just oh. Yeah. I, I didn't know like, if a nat 20 won that or not, but I guess nat 20 is really Well, what was her what was Oda, what was your number, like actual number? 19. Oh no! Then he. Um... God, God damn it! <laughs> she only has I plus mean, one more uh, decks than I do. We'll go. I so mean, that, the... that's how ties are determined, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The dex modifier. What is y'all's dex modifier? Mm-hmm. Mine's plus four. Hers is plus five. Yeah. Then so uh, yeah, so we'll it. just do that. You're, yeah, you're, that's fine. Yeah, it's like we could do your, your crit will mean something elsewhere. <laughs> Wow, I instantly killed both of them. <laughs> you wish. I mean, you could. Who'll see? All right, so Oda, top of the order for you. Okay, so we got two two worm dudes. Two snake dudes. Yes. Oh, yes. two snake dudes. They're Even better. Sidewinding through the sands. They're immune to everything. Mm. Uh, Murphy Law. I already knew that. <laughs> Darius, I know. <laughs> Hiss, hiss. They're coming uh, towards you. Have we determined that they're hostile, or is this like an avatar, the the snakes <laughs> fly by us moment? 
um Mr. Tolvir would be able to tell you that they are definitely hostile as he sensed them coming, uh, since their hostility as they were rising out of the sands. Oh, I sure hope he tells me that after my turn passes. Um, <laughs> I said, ready yourselves. He definitely did. <laughs> um, would Oda know? Would Oda know what uh, classification these these creatures are? Um, let's see. You could do a quick uh. Let's do a quick nature check and find out. Okay. A nature check it is. That would be an eight. Um, they look like big snakes. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Heroes of legend. <laughs> All right. We're very guess, experienced. Big snake. I guess for um, big snake okay, right so, there. That's your problem. Uh, for my first attack, I am going to produce from my hands a soul knife. Ooh. I say, kind of far away. <laughs> and I'll throw one. <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, I think the range on you should be fine. One of them. I think uh most knife throwing properties are just throwing properties Melee, are twenty 60, feet. Sixty feet. Sixty feet. Oh yeah, uh that's your max range or you're like your minimum throwing range? It does not say. It says melee or sixty feet. Oh. Oh the, the side knives don't have a max range. It's just Yeah, they're they just they exist within me, so they're not like actual like physical weapons that's oh, kind of nice you're good you just which are you want to hit a uh, snaky one who's on the left or snaky two who's on the right i'll uh, say snaky snaky one you're mine snaky one looks at you dead in the eye he goes yes <laughs> i'm just a snake <laughs> <laughs> i hate that okay. video so much it triggers me every time someone brings up okay that is a uh, 15 to Just hit. 15 definitely hits. If this is a beast, I need to know. <laughs> or rather, you can tell me if it is a beast later on with this attack, I suppose. I like, it does hit. It did hit. Okay. Um, And then what I do, I... I'll, I'll say with your eight, you do know that it is a beast. You know it's a snake, and you're like, snakes are beasts. Well, snakes. it could be a monstrosity, is the pretty. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Like, is it a beast, or is it a monstrosity? I I, I think that nature check, you know that it's a beast. Okay. What a coincidence. It doesn't matter right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is because oh. it's too, it's too dumb to be uh, effective. No, by... I just it's it's my it's my beasts are my favorite enemies. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> so I was seeing if there was anything special that happens, but I just get advantage to survival checks and intelligence checks to recall information about them. So Rangers are great. Hey, oh, so <laughs> you could so you could roll again. <laughs> yeah, do I your roll again. <laughs> 
Okay, these are snakes. <laughs> these here, these be snakes. I'm okay, really starting so... to think that's a snake over there. I'm really that's starting to think. Hey, I know a fun <laughs> rhyme that lets me know that they're poisonous. <laughs> um. Okay, so that's gonna be eleven psychic damage. Okay. And then I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna just gonna keep this keep this nice nice and light. I'll do a bonus action and um have another one appear in my hand, and um, I shall do another. Okay, that's all I'm gonna do for now. Okay. I, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move behind some 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 people. So I'll just like take a couple of steps and hide behind um somebody that's like taller than me. Can I do that? Okay. I'll also let you know that you can ask since uh Dak is just a, a sand sailing captain. So he while he has knows how to circumnavigate beats and whatnot, he's not a fighter. So he will listen to you if you need if you want him to stop the boat or like move the boat. And you could do that as a free action. Um we could just I didn't give the boat a turn. I'm gonna roll just to see where it is. did you take a second attack? No. You can as a bonus action. Jeez, oh, I thought I could action. only produce. I thought I could no, only produce yeah. no, a second that's blade. Part of, that's part of your action. You can produce the blade and make an attack. Oh, there it is. I can manifest an attack. <clears throat> I would like to throw before I move my second mm. blade. <laughs> All right. I'll throw my second blade. Roll, roll that attack. Sixteen. That will also hit. Okay, and that one gets finessed. Uh, seven. Seven damage, okay. Mm-hmm. Respectable total damage. And you're going to psychically teleport to them, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> not right now. I'm going to still do what I did. I got this, guys. Like, I'm going to do what I did before and just like step behind somebody <laughs> who's a little bit taller than me. Like you say that. at the front of the boat? Huh? <laughs> You say at yeah, the front yeah. of the boat. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Okay. So, Oda, you magically uh, conjure these knives. Throw them, striking them with deadly aim at the uh, at the, uh, the snaky one that's up in front of you. You see them land uh, quite succinctly into the chest and neck of the snake. It rears. It keeps charging at you. Uh, it looks like it's kind of fixated on you now since you're the first to hit it, but it is still but, kicking it. But the knives disappear, so they have no proof. <laughs> no proof. It, is it dead? The height, no, it's definitely yeah, not dead. Yeah, does it die? There's I Y'all are stupid. It has no proof, but it knows you did it, Oda. All right. Objection! Uh, all right um i'm uh sotomora is gonna move one block up just for mechanical reasons um and then he (laughs) then he is going to as a bonus action uh use his hexblades curse okay on uh the left snaky boy here i'll even get Uh, the marker left snaky boy is blue all right right snaky boy is green now all right, Snack is cursed. Um, and then I'm going Snack to... is cursed. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> one, one second, Caleb. 
do you mean hex blades curse or hex because yeah, it's hard to things. think about the time that you can how many times can you cast hex blades <laughs> curse? one but i get it back on a on a short rest we're on a boat it'll be fine uh, all right sure you go ahead all right uh anyway uh so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that let me live my life, Jordan. <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to make sure that you mean what you mean. Or mean We're on a said. boat. It'll be fine. I said what I meant. What to us. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Blue Snakey One has been hexed. Yeah. Um, Hexbladed. Anyway. Uh, not attack rolls. Okay, so I'm going to use Eldritch last. Uh, the first one's a 31 to hit. Definitely hits. The second one's a 24 that, to how hit. Does that, how does that look, by the way? Uh, I'll tell you in a second. Uh, the second one's 24 to hit. Okay, Definitely sorry. hits. Uh, third one's a 33 to hit. Also hits. And the last one's 27 to hit. They all hit. Wow. Um, imagine that. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Damn it. My crit is on a 19 or 20. Damn it. Um, 49 damage. 49 whopping damage. Ooh, boy. But now it has proof. It's all the lasers. <laughs> um, so what I do is I, uh, 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 I'm going to uh, use a very, very I, what I'd consider weak form of uh, Getsuga Tensho. I'm sorry. And, what? Uh, Copyright. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, it, uh, I'm going to slash out and four. Um, uh, four uh, almost cloud from Final Fantasy uh, seven. All right, like beams come out, <laughs> and they pursued. all and they all cover uh, converge on the left snake. Well, we're Nintendo definitely... hates its community. Yeah, I was like, we're, <laughs> we're we're definitely not putting this out anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So your blasts come out. Um, you do your big move. They converge together. Big blast. You see, uh, like the sand everywhere. Back. <laughs> the whole back like you basically obliterate like the back of its ta- like the back of its tail it like screams in pain sand is blown everywhere obviously just whoosh, big sandy explosion uh the creature is now incredibly bloody but still hanging in there and still side widened towards you with its bloody tail just gushing its snake blood all along the way all right that's uh my action and my bonus action Make sure I can't do anything cool. I mean, Legendary I action. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an anime protagonist. I can do whatever I want. I, I asked that. I asked the snake if it wants to join our side. It agrees. I don't even roll a. Uh, we do a fusion dance. Yeah, uh, and, and uh, then I talk uh, no jutsu bullshit. Talk no jutsu. There we go. And then I end my, end my turn by throwing down a face down, and that's it. Use a swing set. Why would you do the Yu-Gi-Oh GX version of that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Murphy Law, you're okay. up next. All right. I'll stay in the back because guess what, sons? I got a 100 mm-hmm. range. All right. Yeah, I have no problems. Okay. <laughs> I love that we could all watch you do that too. Yeah. Yeah. No problem whatsoever. Okay, let's do this. Uh, I'm gonna... You hear a ka-chunk that gets a little grindy because all the fucking sand in my gears now. Thanks. Um, 
and the minigun unhooks from my back and gets strapped to my bottom right arm. And I'm going to shoot at the damaged snake. Uh, I'm just going to unload on it twice. So okay. let's see the first attack. Uh, I get to add plus 10 to this. It's 14 hit. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. Let's see the other hit. Uh, I'm guessing that a 23 hits. Yes, it does. Okay. So that's 46 necrotic damage plus. Nice. Uh, what is my. Plus four, I think. Yeah. So it'd be plus eight. So let's do six, 12, 18. Okay. 18, 23. 23 plus eight is 31 damage. All right. Mercy. Of necrotic damage. Murphy Law, how do you kill Blue Snakey number one? I blow its fucking head off. As you hear a... <laughs> so I'm just imagining, because you like you pulled out this machine gun, or was it like artillery cannons? It's a it's a minigun, Darius. It's like a <laughs> rotating Gatling gun. Um, hell yeah. So, so like, <laughs> I, I, I imagine I'm like moving up with my arm as I'm shooting it, so there's just a line of bullets starting at the boat that just go from the edge of the boat moving towards the snake and its fucking head gets cut off by a line of bullets. Wow. All right. Y'all and the rest of you guys just hear the thunderous sound of bullets. <laughs> and there's just a huge cloud of sand. And when it finally settles, you just see snake blood guts and an almost completely obliterated head just off to the side and the rest of the snake bluey snake one's body's just just me. <laughs> how's green did, how's green snake looking did, uh, did Sephiroth do this <laughs> Sephiroth do this um green snakey is fine that you was... know how green you know how green snakey is looking green snakey's looking uh hex uh uh hex cursed because I can transfer mine when one dies all right isn't Thank it you on your turn uh, it is not. It just says when the creature cursed by your Hexblade curse dies, you can apply the curse to a different creature. Okay. Within 30 feet of me. Hence why I moved up 5 feet mechanically. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. Alright, that's my turn. I'm, I don't have to take a bonus action or anything. <laughs> ah, yes, Chris. I've done enough. I've done enough. I killed the fucking snake. All right, next in the order is Tolvir. All right, um, <laughs> Tolvir, where is Tolvir? Um, there we go, there he is. You found him. How close is he to that snake? All right, um, Tolvir will say, um, we cannot afford to be slowed here. Uh, and he'll cast Mind Slayer. And what does that do? Uh, let's see. Kills their minds. What do you think? Um, the target must succeed on an intelligence savings throw. And my DC is 19. They're so good um, at this. Or they yes, Mind Slay. 4d6 psychic damage. And subtract 1d4 from their next saving throw. They rolled an 11. 
Yep. Uh, they're going to take that 4d6. Rolling that. 12 damage. All right. And they'll be subtracting 1d4 from their next saving throw before the end of my next turn. Okay. I'm going to die before that. <laughs> Definitely remind me if they do survive that long. Uh, they can't <laughs> All right, you do that damage. The snake's like mine goes like like you see it like start erratic. It was before like smoothly sidewinding towards you, and after you did just mind sliver, it gets a little ragged. Like it starts doing like a weird zigzag. Like how does snake does that? Really weird. Um, it manages to like shake it off, and it starts sidewinding towards you. But you definitely heard it. All right. Um, and now end my turn in defense mode, as all uh tortoises do. Beautiful. <laughs> Next to the tur- uh turn order is the snakes. We got green snakey too. He's gonna take his turn. He's gonna look at y'all. He got hit by you know what? That was like a mind. Can you see a mind sliver? I feel like you can't see that, so it doesn't know. Uh on it. the picture of it, there's a lady shooting a purple laser out of her brain. Oh, um, okay. The text says you drive a disorienting spike of psychic energy into the mind of one creature you can see within range. And we can we can see the soul knives while they're still there. No evidence. Um, you know what? I'm gonna say that um you saw the spirit of the uh turtle um just kind of ram itself into ship. the mind of the snake. <laughs> yep. Well dang. Well the snake really tries to get to you. But it's not fast enough to do it. So it settles for Sotomura. <laughs> and it's going to take a bite attack on him. Sotomura does a 12 hit you. What? Does a 12 uh, hit you? Does a 12 god now. All right. <laughs> the snake sidewinds its way up towards you, takes its veins, and it goes, ah! it tries to take a big bite, and you easily hold it back, which you're not so long, but still long, but not great, but big sword. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I do the I do the like I do the like uh, uh, the thing from uh, uh, totally not bleach that this entire thing is based on um, where he rescues Ruk- or not Rukia and the not Phoenix uh, he's just holding back with his sword. Oh man, beautiful. you're great at this copyright stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm using. Uh, oh, sorry, I can't say bleach. I'm using. Uh, uh, this is based on that uh, anime uh, Shazam. Oh wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> You're great at this copyright stuff. <laughs> well, we're not profiting from this yet, um, but Caleb did have a um, agreement to get 100% of the proceeds, and that's now going to go to a studio to, in Japan. Uh, yep. So, <laughs> so thanks for that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> if I can't have it, you can't either. <laughs> All right, and that's going to be it for the snake's turn. We're back at the top of the order. With Oda. The snake has moved up. You see Sotomura is easily fending off this snake right now. He's actually got its back to it and he's just looking at you or he's looking wherever while the snake just keeps batting at his, his blade. <laughs> but it's definitely a beast. <laughs> it's definitely a beast. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just curious to know is is Dax still like driving like are we still moving are we, are we stopped oh yeah did the boat move you didn't tell him to move so Dak has kept it uh on standby as you seem to be handling things so he's like why fix what's not broke <laughs> okay um how is the snake looking 
it's good it's got it's like good. a singular scratch scar if that because he did uh tover did a mind thing so it actually looks fine but it has been hurt okay a single teardrop yes you see a tear as it's biting at a soda burr it's a tear that's how you know it's been hurt i, I have this idea his brother's dead emotionally <laughs> that wasn't his brother emotional damage Emotional damage. Okay, cool. Um, well, in that case, I will um go ahead and uh conjure another blade and toss it, throw it at old old snakey. All right, roll that attack. That's a fifteen. Fifteen roll hits. Beautiful bean footage. That's eight damage. All right. And then I want to use. I will use another one and just throw it. Okay. Bonus action and a throw attack. Um, oh nice. That's a 19. That hits. Oh, sorry. It's not a 19. That's a tw- that's a 25. Still hits. <laughs> that's a six. All right. Snake definitely doesn't like that at all. Still, it, it really wants to turn around and bite you, but somehow it can't get away from Sotomura's blade right now. Anything else for your turn? Uh, no. All right. Next up, Sotomura, you're trying to look cool as this snake bats away at your blade. Um, cool. So I'm going to uh unleash my incarnation, or not unleash my incarnation. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna manifest my my echo, um, which uh is really just me being able to move really fast and attack from uh seemingly more than one place. Okay. Uh. So that's my uh, it's my uh, bonus action, and then I'm just gonna take two attacks with my with my packed weapon, my longsword. Go for it. Um, and uh, for for uh, clarification, um, because I have to hold a rod during this, which I would like to like color as like a I can't remember the or flavor like I can't remember what they're called the thing you put katanas. It's not a sheet. It is a sheet, but it's like. A lot of people use them to block. Yeah, I can't remember shoot. the term. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. that's my yeah. It's yeah. Okay, that's my. Uh, it doesn't actually function as a sheath, but that's my uh, 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 rod that I need to hold on to. So, like, I'm using it as a one hand uh, longsword. Okay. Anyway, uh, just 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 so there's no confusion as to whether I'm two handing or one handing. For all you rule lawyers out there. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> look no deeper into the fact that my sheath is a rod of the Pact Keeper. Anyway, um, two isn't attacks. Your, isn't your Pact weapon um focus? Never mind. You play what you want. What do you mean? Like, can't you use your Pact weapon to cast spells? He yes, took the but, rod but I, of the Pact Keeper to get the bonuses from it. Oh, I have okay. to. I have to hold it for it to. <laughs> it to do that so i'm constantly just kind of so yeah anyway so uh i'm going to attack twice um yeah let this man do what he want attack twice with uh, a rod in his hand what uh, a 30 and an 18 to hit they sure will okay um just because i think it's fun it doesn't really matter but it's coming from my echo okay uh 30 damage 30 damage that's pretty respectable but okay I mean, yeah, but I rolled a one on my damage dice. 
Oh, okay, that does suck. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, um, how's he looking? So, Sodomer, after doing your damage, you're going supersonic speed. You're like, ching, 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 ching. All of a sudden, you look like you're surrounding a snake, and you're like, slash, 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 slash. It starts flailing about. You're seeing scales and snake flesh flinging all about and all kinds of blood as it hisses in agony. It is definitely now bloodied, but it's still alive, and now it's 100% focused on you now because of all the damage you've done to it. Cool. Well, I'm going to attack one more time uh, with my Echo. Uh, with my Unleashed Incarnation ability. Okay, go for it. Uh, that's a... 24 to hit. 24 hits? 14 right. damage. Still hurt, but still alive. Damn it. Alright. Cool, 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 cool. And here I come again. <laughs> I was just saying, <laughs> your turn, sort of man. What's up, cleanup crew? Um, No, that that's that'll end my turn. All right, Murphy Law, you're up. It's blue. All right. So, and it's even closer now. Okay. <laughs> um. So I'm gonna continue my hail of gunfire that never technically ended. Amazing. Um. Oh my god, I'm rolling like ass though. Does a twelve hit? <laughs> it does not. All of a sudden, oh, wow. you're you're uh, I I we're calling these magic bullets because I still hey, just thought about what about an eighteen? Eighteen hits. <laughs> Uh, 12 necrotic damage. Okay. This bad boy is, is hanging on death's door. All right. Hold on. I got a bonus action. What are you guys thinking? Should I summon a construct? Uh, it's probably almost gone by now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. just want to have fun. I do want to have fun. Uh, <laughs> robots just want to have fun. All right. Um, I think I'm good. I'll let, uh, let the next guy be the cleanup crew. <laughs> yeah. You finish your paling with just a hail of magic bullets. The first few just seem to bounce off like the snake just got this sudden resolve to like fight against you. And then it remembered what you were shooting it with and you like obliterated more of its flesh. You're starting to see like snake ribs coming from it because I've knocked off so much off of this dude. Tolvir. All right. Um, Tolvir runs up. Um, runs forward and uh you see the uh green on his skin sort of or you see his skin sort of take on a more scaly appearance and his uh stance shifts from one more um steadfast and defensive to one more um agile as he takes um eh, pretty much as many strikes as it takes to uh, get rid of this. All right. So does a 28 hit? It definitely does. All right. All right. That'll be 10 bludgeoning. Oh, Tolvir, how did you kill Green Snakey? All right. Um, he runs forward um, and says, he says, let your spirit rest. And he strikes it in the center of its um, snout with a more of a thrusting attack. You jab it right in its snout. You send like this shockwave down its whole entire body and you see it just starts to shiver and shudder and then falls over dead in the sand. Wow, death by boofing of the snoot. 
And you guys are be sometimes. You guys are out of initiative. Congratulations. You won your first fight at level 20. Wow. Yay. I put my gun back and sit back down. Um, <laughs> Tovir bows to the slain beast. It gets sucked into the sand. Oda shakes her head. That was a bad display of power for me. <laughs> Tovir goes and um, sits back down to meditate. Dax parrot barks out, all right, wonderful job. This is why they hired y'all to take care of this, obviously. All right, sailors, let's get this thing on the road. Let's get to 12 seconds, we killed two snakes, and he's not impressed at all? (laughs) Fuck this guy. I want to know who he deals with normally if this isn't impressive. That's what I'm saying. It's a giant ass tiefling. Y'all don't even know his life. I just unleashed a gun that he's never seen before. Caleb's got lasers coming out of his sword. Oda's throwing energy knives, and uh, Tolvir's got a goddamn spirit turtle floating around him. He's just like, whatever, bitch. <laughs> you don't know that about this guy. That. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, um, uh, he's like, yeah, uh, you know, this is just a normal day for us. He might have grown up in hell. You don't know what he's seen. The rest of the sailors are absolutely in awe to the point that Dak is angry. (laughs) He's like, what are y'all doing? We we got a mission. We're supposed to get these fools to their mission so they can take care of this thing. Where are y'all gawking at? They kill some snakes. Okay, whatever. Okay, you guys uh, get to move along. Uh, The rest of your uh, journey goes uneventfully. With the Sand Sailor, you uh, it only takes like a few hours to make it to the place on Sand Sailor. <clears throat> uh, it's about evening time when you finally approach there. <clears throat> Dak drops you off. <clears throat> he gives you this one item uh, to call him whenever you are ready to get out. So just, uh, yeah, just throw that on the ground, smash it, and that'll let me know that you need us and we'll come sailing back. But uh, yeah, we're not going to just be hanging out here because, you know, there's all kinds of beasties like uh, worse than those snakes uh, that we can, you know, I, I, I need to keep my sailors alive. You know, it's hard to keep hiring people over and over and over. Fuck this guy. <laughs> to be clear, Chris hates him. Uh, Murphy Law doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Okay, guys. Uh, so you get off uh, the sand sailor, <clears throat> standing in the sand, the wind blowing against you, and you find yourself in front of a cave uh, shaped in the amount of a crocodile. <clears throat> Sand's coming off. It's like glowing in the inside. It's nighttime, so the stars mm-hmm. are out as well, so you can really see the glow as it's coming off. Uh, and we're freezing because we're in a desert? And <laughs> if you can feel cold, then yeah. <laughs> I can't, but others might. I think I can't either, actually. But our two-foot-tall halfling might. Three-foot. And our our cold-blooded amphibian friend might. Um, (laughs) You just look over and and, uh, he's passed out. (laughs) Tolvir seems to be um, weathering the cold, as if he's used to it. So you see the cave is just as uh, have, it's been described to you before you left off. So it looks you're like this is the place that we're supposed to be at, the Grotto of All. <clears throat> uh, do you venture inside? No, we end the campaign here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, cool. 
So you all as a party uh walk inside. You notice um after feeling like the cold wind blowing on you as you get closer to the uh, crocodile's maw of the cave, uh you feel a little bit of warmth, like it feels like nice and toasted, almost like welcoming, like it's the cave like inviting you in, pulling you in almost. Darius, is this crocodile head made of sand? Uh, it's made like of sandstone and stone-like material, limestones, uh-huh. that kind of deal. Okay. So you guys enter in there. You walk in. Uh, you walk in. Um, the black, uh, the light kind of blinds you a bit, going from like the darkness of the night into like this bright uh, lantern-lit tunnel. <clears throat> it immediately starts to uh, angle downwards as you slowly descend, not too steeply, but you could tell like you're going underground pretty deep and pretty quickly <clears throat> after a point the lights uh actually start to dim and disappear <clears throat> uh and you lose like all light so if you have dark vision you still know where you're going but for those of you without it um you're you're kind of struggling you may have to have one i cast light you cast light. what that means is that my headlamp on top of my uh armor glows amazing so you uh <laughs> You light up for the whole tunnel for everyone. We can see. You see, uh, as you come around, you're seeing like these uh, strange hieroglyphics along the wall as you continue along. The stairs, everything looks like well made. Like it's it's eerie like to have this cave out in the middle of nowhere like it doesn't look like the stuff was naturally made so you're like was this made by people? Was this made by magic? Because it's all the from the way that the tunnel is shaped downwards just very precise and intricate and everything that was done the detail is very immaculate here as you come along (laughs) not much longer as you're traveling down the stairs you finally uh find yourself in front of a uh giant double double door as the uh expenseway kind of opens up a little bit more uh previously like down in the tunnel you were only able to like walk down like single file and that opened up enough that you all could stand like abreast with each other What's up, y'all? It's Darius. Uh, Just coming with you at the end of the episode. Just wanted to thank you once again for listening to us. It is highly, highly appreciated having you here. And if you really, really are liking us, please leave us a like, review, five-star rating, wherever you're getting your podcast. It's truly appreciated, but just you being here is appreciated so much more. For this episode, it's part one. There definitely are going to be more episodes coming out for this so don't worry this this campaign did get completed and as always if you want to uh get in contact with us you can reach us in our email at not your dad tt at gmail.com that's not your dad tt at gmail.com asking questions leaving comments or you want to put out like a topic you want to hear us talk about like we did with uh chris's brother um we be more than happy to do that we'll look it over and see what we can put out about it we will also be working on social media so that'll be another way for you to get in contact with us as well and just see more from us hopefully we'll be able to put out a little bit more content all right that's all i got for you guys once again appreciate y'all listening Catch y'all later.